Hey there, this is Pam Perry, and we are here with another great episode of Speakers Magazine, where the pages come to life, right? So we're going to have Tony Moore, Esquire, on to really talk about how to boss up your business, how to lawyer up, how to really run it from the hustle table to the kitchen table to the real table and be the CEO of your business, okay? So right after that, I'll tell you a little bit about it, and I'll bring up Tony. Here you go. So Tony Moore, Tony Moore, she is the Moore Legal Firm, is really a legal consulting firm located in Pennsylvania. The firm offers tools, tips, and strategies to help startups and established business formalize, structure, comply, and protect their businesses and confidence. Okay, remember what I said, formalize, structure, comply, and protect. Okay, those are the things that you need because you think like, oh, I'm good. I have my business. No, you're going to listen to Tony. So the CEO, Tony Esquire, she is the wealth building lawyer, is an attorney and business strategist with over 20 years of business structuring, real estate, asset protection, and estate planning experience. For more than 15 years, Tony has created companies, restructured companies, if you're at that point now, develop and assess corporate compliance plans to ensure compliance with applicable rules and regulations. During the past seven years, Tony has become obsessed with empowering entrepreneurs to build wealth through entrepreneurship. You heard of the great resignation? Well, so it's a great resignation and people jump into entrepreneurship, but then they're a hot mess. So you need a lawyer. So anyway, whether you are a team of one or of many, we can help. Tony can help you set up your business success. Begins with foundational things. Whether you need to legally launch a business, legally launch a business, not just like running from the seat of your pants, uh, trademark your brands, which is a whole nother conversation. I probably need to have her back about trademarks, copyright your corporate, negotiate a buy sale agreement, get legal eyes on a production agreement, dismiss a business partner. We know how that can be or protect your legacy with trust administration and estate planning options. That's so important. And that, that estate planning is really, really uh, a very soft spot with me because of what I just went through with my family. So in doing so, she can provide you with access to sophisticated strategies, consultation to help you run your business with confidence. Okay. And also she provides access to various legal boxes and legal master classes. She has a legal academy, a legal community to help you handle all the legalities of governing your business. So basically, Tony is going to be the boss coming in here. <laughs> hey. Hello, hello. How are you? Oh, thank you so much for joining Speakers Magazine. You're going to be in our March issue, which is like our women's empowerment issue. So I'm so excited about that. But I wanted to have you on the show to really talk about this legalities of our business, because I'm telling you, when people do the great resignation and they quit their job, 
And then they're going to start a business and they'll go do the little things, maybe get the EIN number and this and that. But they think that's they're good, that they don't need an attorney. They maybe go get one for a trademark. But what you talked about is about structuring, really protecting um, your business. And it's just like you need a bookkeeper and an accountant. You also need a lawyer. And I want to say that I appreciate you because I watched the video and I put it in the show notes as well, is that you said, yeah, you can do it for free. You probably can, but you can't really Google your way into like all these questions that you might have about something and then be in trouble because you were too cheap <laughs> to, to retain an attorney. And it just keeps you away from things. So I love the fact that you have the passion to help entrepreneurs really understand that whole legal landscape. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. So tell us where uh, you talked about the different types of businesses, but kind of tell us a little about what you've seen, like the hustle mentality, then the kitchen table mentality and what you've seen and why you're doing the work that you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. You look beautiful. Um, what I see is that right now I do see a lot of us, we have that spirit of entrepreneurship. Uh, it's something deep down inside. It's like each generation has something and that spirit of entrepreneurship is really about the spirit of ownership. It's Mm -hmm. like our time to own something, to get a piece of the land, to get a piece of the American pie. But what I see a lot of, and, and a lot of people are like, Tony, what are you talking about? Is that we are, a lot of us don't have the mentorship. Most yeah. of us are very new to entrepreneurship. A lot of us, such as myself, are startup wealth builders. We go from wealth builder, wealth, welfare to wanting to build wealth. And mm-hmm. without some level of um, someone who is going to show us the steps or the ropes, or for us to take out the time to go to college and learn about the basics and the rubrics and then maybe go to business school, most of us would rather just like pretty much like bet on our own success. And, and, and I get it with regards to business and entrepreneurship and trust in the state that's betting on your own success. But what I know after spending over 15 years in enforcement at the government level, the federal fraud enforcement, and watching entrepreneurs and being in entrepreneurial spaces and in coaching programs, we only do what we know. And most of the time, we end up starting a business, and it's easy to start a business. You know, you go to your Secretary of State, you get your EIN number. Mm-hmm. I don't even fight people when they want to start a business, whatever. But the foundations are the key to making sure that whatever you stand upon stands, you know? Because whether it's the the big wolf is the the regulators that said, oh, my God, where's your unemployment? You have all these employees, you know, and you're like, I don't have an employee. Well, if you're in California, you do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or they say, oh, my God, you did this. um, You're trying to tell someone it's decent assist and you don't even own something. And people don't know because most of us are dealing with the emotional as opposed to the logistics of business, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what I see is that we start. But I remember hearing T.D. Jakes and it hurt my heart because this is the spirit of ownership and entrepreneurship. But we're we're still playing this chess game as though we're just moving pawns. Mm -hmm. We forget about all the other pieces. We don't get the strategy. So we're just playing this chess game like it's checkers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can't just 
say that you're building wealth and all you're doing is just moving the pieces. Oh, I got my EIN. Oh, someone told me to get a trademark. Oh, someone told me to get my copyright. <laughs> then you don't have any strategy with regards to asset protection, strategy with regards to turning your LLC into long-lasting currency, mm-hmm. strategy with regards to leveraging your trademark, right? Mm-hmm. Strategy mm-hmm. with regards to ownership interest and that, how you turn that ownership interest into leveraging it to something, something, something so much more. But if you never take the time to pause or if you run from legal, because most of us have, because let me just say I'm an African-American woman and, you know, law was not very nice to my ancestors. So I see how they run from it. Mm -hmm. But because I spend so much time in the space with regards to law and retirement planning and also insurance and also with regards to the different registrations, I'm like, we can't run from legal. Because yeah. that is the thing where it's all of the secrets is hidden right before it in case. That's the wealth building. That's the wealth building, you know? Mm-hmm. And what we have to understand is that, I, and I tell people when they complain about African-Americans when we start a business, but we lose a business, I'm like, but if we don't slow down to, to learn the business, then the status quo will pretty much dictate what's possible because they'll cool. open the door open. But then the legal says things. Mm-hmm. The thing that I know that um, a lot of speakers, mm-hmm. and this is kind of who our audience is, a lot of the speakers will, they have the gift, they have the talent, they have the raw talent. It's almost like in Motown, I'm from Detroit, like Motown, they have the raw talent, but then they don't know anything about their contracts, right? And they just get mm-hmm. screwed. Uh, not saying that Barry Gore screwed anybody, I'm take that back, but some right. of them did. I'm just going to say, uh, but but in terms of speakers, there's a talent. And if they don't understand their contracts or they don't look at the legalities of things, of whether the ownership of their, so they go and they give a, a speech and it's recorded. And that person who paid them maybe, I don't know, $2,500. And then they realize that they are selling that same speech that they gave for $2,500 on their website. <laughs> then they mad about it. But you, but you signed a contract that said, I'm just going to pay you $2,500. You don't look at anything else. The, the life of the, what they recorded is the person who brought you in for $2,500. And now they're selling that thing for $2,500 from now until eternity. And you're mad about it. And so speakers really need to understand the legality and coaches. Mm-hmm. So, Tony, there's a thing where anybody can put out a shingle and they are now a coach. So they speak on a particular subject, they're expert at it, and now they're a coach. And I and I can say this from me because I'm a PR person. And I said, well, I'll just coach people on their own PR. I didn't know that I needed to have contracts in place when I'm coaching the people about what it is that they are going to get, what they expect, the legalities, if I don't deliver on what it is. So, so many times, and you'll and you probably have seen this, where someone, and you said on your video, that someone promises you can make six figures in six minutes, right? The sales page looks great. The video is great. They have nice lipstick on and earrings, right? <laughs> and they take that coaching course and it's trash. Mm-hmm. And then they get sued. Mm-hmm. There was something that you talked about in that video um, that I'll probably post a link to it here on the show notes when we have the podcast that they needed to set up one, obviously deliver on what they said, but how to protect themselves. So kind of walk us through the different scenarios of how people can. And I think it was the setup of their businesses. Absolutely. Uh, Well, one of the first things, okay, 
with regard to, especially for speakers and coaches, uh, you know, it's my heart. I literally switch from music. I mean, I still am in music because I, you know, but it's literally from music to authors and speakers. Same mm-hmm. difference mm-hmm. because it's the same brilliance, right? The talent, yeah. It's the talent, it's gifting. So I, one, I always tell people that you do need a limited liability company, especially when you're not just speaking a thing, but you're now coaching and now you're consulting. So you want to protect your assets from a potential litigator. Yes. Then you also need a contract. So you need a contract to protect your interests. And I always look at uh, individuals and I'm like, everything is negotiable. Like just because they're going to pay you doesn't mean that they need to pimp you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what they need to do is negotiate because one of the things that um, people ask me, what do I bring? I said, I always bring a phone because it, even if I'm going to, if you're going to, you're going to record because copyright is the recordation. So they record their, in their, that's their recordation. But I also have a phone too. And it's now my recordation. And my uh-huh. recordation is what I am now going to leverage. I can turn it into a, a, a mini course or I can turn it into something for my, uh, you know, the legal pe- um, protection lab or something like that. Mm-hmm. So what? Um, so it's always a catch 22 for some people because we do need the money and we do use our brilliance to make our bank. Right. But at the end of the day, even if someone wants to uh, get uh, to keep the recordation, you can always negotiate. There's side deals. Every everything is negotiable. Mm-hmm. So I do want my my fellow speakers to understand that even if someone is recording, you can record too. It's your recordation as well that now you're going to license and leverage. Now, if there is something in the contract that says, "Well, we don't want you to license or leverage it by selling it because now they're going to sell it," then I hope you get paid. Because I tell people all the time, if they're getting paid, you get paid too, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So with regards to it, even with regards to a motivational speaker, if you always have a speaker platform like Speakers Magazine, you know, that's your motivational platform, then you want to trademark that name. Because Mm -hmm. if it's not protected by a trademark, anybody can use it, you know? Mm -hmm. And when it's hot, it's hot. And if it's not, if there's no registration, then there's no restriction, okay? Okay. Good. So we have the copyright because you're taking a recordation of your own keynote. You know what I mean? And then you turn around if you want to license it or turn it into a coaching program. And then you have the trademark of your platform or the trademark of your coaching program or the trademark of your motivational keynote, right? Mm -hmm. But then you also understand and appreciate that now because you have ownership and you say, you know what, I'm going to do a podcast. Well, now you need an agreement with the podcast people. Because you want to be able to utilize their voice, utilize their photos, you leverage that so you can use for marketing. You don't want someone to cease and desist on you because they were having a bad day. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing with regards to copyright law is that when you are interviewing someone, you, the interviewer, you're always, this is your copyright because you're asking the questions, you're doing the work. So mm-hmm. now it's your copyright. And if you want to then turn around and leverage that into a series or something like that, then you can. I always like to tell people all the time that when it comes to law, I, you don't have to learn it. You find someone who's smart enough, who loves it enough that they're always going to review it. They're always going to know it. They're always going to take the training in the classes mm-hmm. and then they can help you license and leverage. Because I tell people every time you lawyer up, I mean, every time you level up, you definitely need to lawyer up because there's so many different levels 
of how you're using your voice. You know, that voice, that is your gifting, but that gifting is you make room for it. So that's how you can build wealth as well with trainings and classes, using, mm. utilizing the law. Because now if someone really likes your genesis, I have a client, they like her spirit. They like what she talks about with finances. So guess what? Big banks bring her in. And, and now they're just saying, can you help train our people? So it's her still her same voice. And now she's a trainer. So it's like in that training agreement, you have to see like, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm train you and I'm going to coach you and I'm going to set mm -hmm. milestones, but you can't rob me. You can't duplicate me. You can't, you know, um, exploit without my permission. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're understanding and appreciate the law really is a guardian, it's a gatekeeper for you mm -hmm. as you're building your wealth through entrepreneurship. So I always tell people all the time, it's not something to ignore. Because when you ignore law, you might miss out on the potholes in the lawn. And mm. then then the next thing you know, you're in a bad situation and someone's then stole your trademark. And then they robbed and duplicated your course because you didn't register it. Mm. As, as of 2019, it says, hey, if you're going to create something and you want it protected so that you can cease and desist and get attorney's fees and get um, copyright uh, protection, you need to register it. But here's the thing. Most people are like, well, I got to do that. Why can't I do poor man? First of all, the poor, why man. The poor man, anything, you know, right. that that's was not. Back in the day, but that's not now. And now we're more of a global economy. So how do we know that you put it out there first, unless you register it? Because the copyright yes. registration just gives you receipts. You know what I mean? If you mm -hmm. have dominion, you need the receipts to show that you are the boss of that copyright, the boss Ooh, of the trademark, the boss of the keynote, the boss of the course, and bosses own. And they own, and they don't rent. Right, bosses own, don't rent. So everyone listening, speakers specifically, needs to have a either one or two, someone like a Tony on their team to mm -hmm. build the wealth. It's not just enough to be the speaker, but you understand it's the thing I want to say. You don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And she just said that you don't have to learn it. You just have to find someone that you can work with that will tell you all about the potholes. Because I'm telling you, most people seek out an attorney when they're in trouble. But if you have someone on retainer, it will keep you out of trouble and help build wealth. Whether they tell you and instruct you on trademarks and copyrights and and licensing and all the legal things. And you cannot spend your time on Google trying to figure it out, right? You need to have someone on retainer that you can ask. And, and that's really, really key because I find that most people are like, they use it like as their side hustle. And then they kind of like, oh, you know, but start the foundation. Like you're going to, you're building wealth. We're the um, most African-Americans, our first generation of doing Quarter, quote unquote, the 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 educated, you know, the I'm the first in my family to ever go to college and have a professional, professional um, career. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't, I can't ask my father, like, you know, what did you do about your trademark? He, don't yeah. know. he was a mailman. I like, you know, I just deliver mail. So I don't know what you need to get a lawyer. So this is the thing that I'm saying. It looks so easy from the outside. Like I can just put out a shingle and I'm going to be in business, mm -hmm. but you do need the, just like you need a bookkeeper, just like you need all the other parts of it. It seems like most people are really into like, I just need the marketing, but 
you know, you're going to need, you're going to need someone to really help you with the other parts so that the business does not implode and collapse. Mm -hmm. And I know you've seen a lot of that happen where people were like, if you just only had. So tell us a little bit about the services that you have. I know you have like an academy, a course and those kind of things. So you set things up so that they're user-friendly for speakers and authors. So what are those particular pots, I guess you would say? Yes. Uh, one of the big, easier ones for my speaker and authors is the legal box, you know? So we have a legal box for speakers and authors with regards to speaker agreement, coaching agreement, terms of use agreement, disclaimers, you know, I'm, I'm going with the idea. I'm all, I always, because I started as an estate planning and lawyer, I always put in the protect your empire worksheet because I want my, my fellow speakers to understand and appreciate that this is their gifting, their brilliance, their business. So when you have all of the registrations and, and you have your, your contract, especially uh, some of my clients have multiple year contracts, I still want them to understand and appreciate that there's two things that I don't hear marketers talking about a lot, and that is um, setting up for retirement planning. <laughs> you know, because how long do we want to hustle? So, you know, with regards to the retirement planning, it's like uh, some some of my speakers, they're making good money. Right. And they're like, oh, I don't want to pay taxes. Well, one of the things they need to take advantage of is self-employment uh, with regards to their own retirement plan. So mm -hmm. I want them to think about a self-directed IRA, you know, that can invest in their business. You know, that's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah, or even a solo 401k that they can actually borrow from if they need it. And mm -hmm. then also because most authors and speakers realize that they have the brilliance and the gifting to utilize their their own brilliance and gifting in business. I'm like, mm, don't forget to have an estate and trust plan. We call it literally like a, I call it a savvy protection plan. That way people are not thinking that they got to die because it's not about death. And, and here's the thing. Most people don't know the day or the hour. You know, one of my clients is under 40 years old and he has three children and he has a small business and no one in his family, he didn't have a plan. So he didn't have a plan in place. So even when we go in next week to do an inventory of the business, no one knows the numbers. And mm -hmm. the one person who he relied upon, he's no longer there. Um, so one of the things that we don't talk enough about is having a succession plan, yes. even as a speaker, you know, if mm -hmm. you have a radio show, what can your can your family leverage it? Or do mm -hmm. you need a succession plan to sell it? Because people are selling platforms. Yes. They're selling their their coaching programs. They're selling their their memberships. They're selling their Facebook groups. All of that, what you're building upon. Yes. Now you can then turn around and leverage it. And then put it into your own succession plan. You know, we'll just call it the speaker succession plan. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you're already building it. You've already branded it. You've already owning it. You already know enough to get a trademark. So you still need a succession plan for the trademark. You kind of like the way uh, Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn passed a few years ago. And uh, his, his things are still selling, right? Zig Ziglar, his stuff is still selling. And exactly. it's like they're gone and their stuff is still selling. That was a succession plan that they had. They built an empire of their speaking and now someone else has leveraged it. And it's, it's going to be in generations beyond 
just their children, but just children's children in terms of what that is. That is so, so good. It's so important. So the speaker's box is really, you call it the speaker's toolbox. Yes. The speaker's toolbox, because you need to have those contracts. When someone says, hey, you know, I'd like you to speak at my event. And then it's like, you already have this in place, like mm-hmm. it's in your tool toolbox. So yes. that is, that is really, really key. So what are some of the other things that, um, Obviously, people can consult with you and put you on retainer. That's yeah. Yeah. right, right, right. Um, well, I do know that some speakers go to our Legally Chic on my website. If you go to legallychic360.com, they'll go and they'll pick uh, non-disclosure agreements. You know, uh, they'll get their own coaching agreement or speakers agreement. And I tell my clients, I was like, literally, I did what I tell you to do. You create it one time and you monetize it for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's Mm -hmm. essentially they're like, oh, it's some empty. Well, you're not getting the client's name, you know, and because everything is negotiable, you can always negotiate. Oh, this is what I need or this is what I want. Or, you know, I maybe I'll do like a a speaker drop or maybe you won't do a speaker drop. Maybe you will, you know, uh, maybe you will interview online for 10 minutes or maybe you won't. Everything is negotiable based on your own speaker empire because you Mm -hmm. know that. Uh, empire. So, um, and I know that some of my speakers, they also have like, uh, they do, um, what is it? Training at corporations, right? Yes. And training at corporations, you know, that contract is so much different than speaking at a corporation, you know, right. Right. So you're doing that. So everything is like, it's not, it's, it's some certain things you just have to understand. Now, certain times, uh, when you're dealing with like LinkedIn and Facebook, you know, I've seen a couple of those contracts from a client, even Netflix, even though I'm getting nervous about Netflix because because Netflix doesn't share. So whatever, whenever my clients leverage into Netflix, I know that they just sold off whatever they created. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, with regards to that, you need to know what you're negotiating, you know, with regards to it and with regards to it, because sometimes. Uh, like LinkedIn, they'll be like, oh, we want you to create a program. But sometimes you may already have already have a program and now you're going to license it. It's one thing to create for someone and it's quite another to license it to someone. Right? I like the and licensing. Exactly, because you already created one time and you leverage it and then you monetize it for a lifetime and you give them a non-exclusive access. So now everybody can have access. And that's really about really owning that uh you're owning your empire you create you built it you own it you secure it and now you serve it that's how i call it boss it up build mm-hmm. it own it secure it and now you serve it up for a lifetime and then you also secure it into maybe a family trust and now it's not just you eating off of it but when you get older you know now it's down your family and you just pass it down that's generational wealth wow. See, we, a lot of us are generating income but mm-hmm. we're not on the side of generational wealth and how to secure and protect that. Yes, yes. And that's and and like I just told you, like the Zig Ziglar or the mm-hmm. Jim Rohn, they are doing the generational. So one of the things too you talked about, um, so we've got the the LinkedIn and you know, all those different courses and things like that, and people can put things up and you know, people are like you said, they're generating wealth. So there's another part that people need um, if they need an academy. I think that's the mm-hmm. one of the things that you do. Is that what you're talking about? The academy where they're learning yeah. this and they pull the information down. So are they meeting with you monthly or, or is it just at their own pace and then they actually are in the academy? No, it's um when they're in the academy, there's a, I, I mean, I've been a lawyer since 1999. So it's been a while. 
And I was also an adjunct professor for about 15 years. So I have like a lot of training, but we still do a monthly training, right? Oh, and this monthly good. training is it's where, yeah. right. So it's like, it's a monthly training right now, since everyone is, a lot of people are talking about trust and estate, then we're talking about succession planning and utilizing the trust, right? Uh, mm -hmm. With regards to it. Um, and then usually I always go over a contract, you know, you know, take out everybody's information and talk about the contract. Three months ago, we were talking about how to divorce your partner, not your mm -hmm. marriage partner, but, you know, I used to be a divorce attorney for a while. Whew, I'm, I'm over that now. <laughs> but, uh, but with regards to it, I, um, I help and I tell people it's very hard to divorce a person if you did not set boundaries in place. Mm -hmm. Like the same way that certain rich people, they do have prenups. Yes. You have to really think about having a business nuptial agreement, right? Mm -hmm. And a partnership agreement because now it's setting boundaries. Now it's setting expectations. So it's not just a conversation in your brain, but it's actually something that I tell people you conversate and then you document. It's a conversation and documentation. Mm -hmm. It beats litigation every oh my single God. time. Yeah. Cause it will just take everybody else through the ringer. Cause you're charged, you're spending all this money going through litigation. I had yes. a situation many years ago where I had a business partner and it was not mm -hmm. documented. And it ended up being like a nightmare, let me tell you. So I learned a lot. This was probably 15 years ago. I learned a lot the hard way. And so what I'm really trying to tell everyone is don't learn the hard way. Don't, mm -hmm. you know, be proactive. Don't be reactive. It is, it is so much more expensive <laughs> to be reactive when there's a situation that's gone awry in your business. And mm -hmm. now you've got to just try to patch the holes rather than being proactive and setting things in the foundation upright the first time so it can grow. Really what she's talking about is being a wealth builder lawyer. It's it, That's really, it's like growing it. And it's an investment to learn all the different pieces of your business and not to neglect the legal part because you're scared. You know, it's like, oh, I don't like that law part, but it is so important. I know people who, just register a trademark, um, they are now, that's um, equity. I guess you would say, is that equity? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's equity. And so yeah. just something as simple as that, thinking ahead and not just like out of your pocket and I'm just, you know, running by the seat of my pants, but thinking that way. And so those are the three, and you have a book. I do. I, um, I have a book, it's called Handle Your Business. That was one of the first books that I wrote. Mm -hmm. And it was like, my coach was like, just think about, Every question that someone asks, and I was like, yes. oh, good. okay, so how do you turn your dreams into a business reality? And that's handling your business. I mm -hmm. love that. And that's on Amazon. That is on Amazon. It sure okay, is. So, good. Good. so I'll make sure I put the link in there for the podcast as well, because sometimes people don't know where to start. And so that's mm -hmm. a good place to start. And then they can actually engage in all the different programs and things like that that you have. And so what's next for Tony Moore for the remainder of, I guess you say this year, do you have events coming up? Are you launching anything new, new book? What's going on? Um, so for the most part, I am actually, I am honing in doubling down with regards to risk management. You know, even risk management for my entrepreneurs How with regards to it, because um, that's one of the things that, I just feel as though 
we don't really necessarily see. We see mm-hmm. like we start, we get busy, we're making money because I'm, you know, I'm a business and I'm an entrepreneur as well. Always trying to figure out, okay, what's next? Do I need a PR? I need marketing. I need advertising. Oh my, you know what I mean? All of that stuff. So that's, um, I'm really doubling down on the risk management and I'm really also showing up, you know, with regards to probably like there, I have like four uh, conferences I get a chance to to speak on with regards to it. One of them, they want me to also talk to their mastermind. So I'm actually going to do reverse engineer an estate plan of mm. a powerful and a profitable person. You know, what it looks like if they had something in place and what it usually looks like when there's nothing in place, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm going to reverse engineer with regards to the estate plan. And then um, with regards to there's this nonprofit, uh, it's called Urban Awareness. So I get a chance to meet with their people this weekend uh, with regards to uh, helping nonprofits with the, with lots of their nonprofits as well. Because I love it's that. People, it's a business, you know? It um, is. It is. I just it, talked you know? to someone who had um, a black... Um, Black Missing, mm. Black and Missing Foundation, Black and Missing Foundation. And she went and realized that she, it, it is a business and it's a nonprofit, but she got a certificate from Harvard to know about nonprofit management and leadership because she, even though that was her passion, the passion product of a foundation is the cause, but she also mm-hmm. knew that in order to sustain it so that it can do the work that you've got to have some kind of uh, structure. You know, and, and and being just a, she was a PR person. So being just a PR person, getting shine for the organization is not enough because you want it to sustain and grow. And so, yeah, so most people who said, well, I'll just start a 501c3. I'll make it a nonprofit. It's like, you know, it's it's actually harder. It really is. It legally, it's more more compliance issues that you have to do. <laughs> So, absolutely. so it's not, that's not the easy way, right? Right, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And then I'm still toying with, um, you know, I, I was telling someone, I said, you know, I need to write a book called Get Your Asset Protection. Or, <laughs> or, I was about, or I said, or I said, I would write a book called Your Assets Need a Will. You know what I mean? Yes, Some, that is very important. I think our community really needs that a lot. I mean, we remember seeing when Aretha Franklin um, passed, how, what a, a nightmare that was, we should not having a will. And then also the, a lot of situations going on with Prince as well. I mean, so we see that with celebrities. So imagine just like the regular folks, like it's just, I remember something in my family where um, it was not, there was not a will in place and um, it just drags on for years. And it's just like, it's just sad. It's just, it's just really sad. So that is that's the book. The both of those books, maybe make them bookends, you know, do that one and that one. Those are exactly those okay, are I'm gonna do that one first. Your yes. asset to need a wheel. Yes, <laughs> it know? is. I mean, because people just don't know that. And mm-hmm. and and you don't want to wait to the till you're in the trouble of it in order to get mm-hmm. it. So that's one of the things. So I want everyone to go to Tony Moore Esquire, short for Esquire.com. Get all the information there because her links are there for every single program that she has. Um, get her book as well. You can go on Amazon and get that. So I want to have you back on the Amazon Live as well. So I'm going to get the book so I can actually ask you about it and read through it and kind of give you some, um, you know, some questions from, from that as well. So thank you so much, Tony, for joining us today. This has been good. This has been good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So I am Pam Perry and I am out. This has been the uh, Speakers Magazine edition. You'll find Tony 
in our issue in March and you'll be able to see her video and all that kind of stuff and all the things will be in the show notes. So make sure that you like it, share it, you know, send her a message, all that kind of stuff. So she is, she's, I put it on LinkedIn. I said, she's bad. She's bad. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. All righty. God bless. Bye-bye.